0: When Bobby was given the news, he couldn't believe it. It was just a joke, he said. How don't they realize we're just goofing off? Leonard shrugged his shoulders. They said it was too morbid. Bobby shook his head. Crazy Brits, they can't even understand tongue-in-cheek. Bobby had a point. He and Leonard had composed a frightful but catchy song in which they poked fun at the contemporary dance fads of the time. Back in the early 1960s, People couldn't get enough of the exorcismic, bodily convulsions attributed to the Martian hop, or the less erratic Wawatusi, where dancers moderately twirled around in place and swayed their arms back and forth in an almost precursor style to today's more popular move, flossing. The legendary James Brown repeatedly swiveled his heels in and out, in and out, in and out all the while swinging his feet further and further apart in what popularly became known as the mashed potato. Some of the crazes have even survived to this day, preserved out of nostalgia as retroactive components to the dancing segment of weddings. How many of you, like me, have lost control of your limbs to the tunes of The Locomotion or The Twist? I'll never forget the sight of my relatives, a few hours into one of our infrequent family reunions, dancing around and flailing their arms to the campy tune of The Chicken Dance. When Bobby, Leonard, and their band released the song, they ended up with a huge hit on their hands, hitting number one on the Billboard charts that year. Audiences went wild when Bobby stepped onto the stage, danced his version of the mashed potato, and belted lyrics about the macabre. Surely, if there were no barriers to the ghastly tune traveling across the airwaves and into the radios of family households throughout the United States, how grim could it be? Nevertheless, the BBC in Great Britain found it too grotesque for the delicate countenances of the English people. Words like graveyard, crypt, and eerie would be just too much, let alone the allusion to vampires feasting on, well, you know. It was a sick song and the BBC knew it, even if no one else did. Apparently, the media outlet had forgotten about the long-circulating issues of Penny Dreadfuls the British people loved to read in the 1800s. Tales far more ghoulish, grisly, and gruesome than Bobby's little ditty. Like Varney the Vampire, which incorporated detailed narration like, with a plunge, he seizes her neck in his fang-like teeth embedded in the pages. Perhaps English sensibilities softened as civilization progressed into the 1900s. Perhaps two brutal world wars gave them an appreciation for more peaceful and light-hearted stories. That could be why, in 1958... A British retelling of Bram Stoker's Dracula was one of the 12 most popular movies of the year, featuring bloody stakes run through the hearts of the undead, streams of blood flowing down the chin of the Count himself after a bountiful feeding, or the peeling, decaying, and disintegration of his flesh as he succumbed to the light of the sun. Yes, the heads of BBC Radio genuinely believed that Bobby's song was worse than all of that. In the end, Bobby just shook his head and moved on. His song has lived on as a cult classic, much in the same vein as The Twist, The Locomotion, and The Chicken Dance. Back in 1973, some bigwig in the UK finally got wise when they first heard Bobby and Leonard's little hit. They recognized its popularity in the US and knew it would be just as big of a hit across the pond. For being a song filled with sick, death-obsessed lyrics, it charted at number three when it hit the British radio waves. Anyone tuning in for the first time it aired heard something most unexpected and eerie. A door creaked. A cauldron vigorously bubbled. And chain links clanked against one another in synchronization with ominous footsteps. The drums jumped in to establish the rhythm, and then the keyboard chimed in with a melody. At the same time, the voice of Boris with his Transylvanian accent uttered the first stanza of lyrics. I was working in the lab late one night, when my eyes beheld an eerie sight, for my monster from his slab began to rise, and suddenly, to my surprise, he did the monster mash. Bobby Pickett, along with Leonard Capizzi, and their band The Cordials, will forever be remembered and loved for the ghoulishly goofy song they concocted back in 1962 a devilishly kooky little earworm that transcends every era. Thanks for listening. If you liked this episode, please subscribe, give it a five-star rating, and share with not one but two of your friends. If I haven't told your favorite silly story from history, send me an email at nightowlbroadcasting at gmail.com. Subject, Silly History Story. This is a Night Owl production and made possible thanks to donations by you, the listener.